Tuck so hum MCs who can't rock the kids, so go cut the cheese. Take this application to rhyme like these. My rap trend hot under 10 degrees. So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing. Bet on that you'll be disgracing. You and your mind for my beat, for my rhymes. A time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my Uzi ways are dumb because I'm public enemy. Number one, one, one. Hey guys, it's Jay Boost checking in here with Public Enemies Episode 3. As uh, always, I'm joined by Tangent and Jeebus. Say hello. What hey, is hello. up, everyone? Why does that happen every episode? <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys think I'm talking to the listeners? <laughs> well, you introduce him first, so I assume he's going first. Oh, is that the etiquette of these kinds of things? Oh, is that how it is? Okay, so now I, I know, it. too, because I didn't okay. know. There so. you go. So for episode four, maybe you'll get it right. <laughs> it's like trying to teach autistic lions something. We're off to a okay. good start. This is going to be yeah. a good episode. Yeah, for so, sure. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, got some interesting comments on our last couple of podcasts, so that's good. Uh, everybody seems to be really enjoying it, at least, so that's excellent. I haven't listened to the last two yet, but that's because, uh, you know, I've been so busy being unemployed and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you guys think uh, we should start off with? you want to talk about Commander for a little bit? I think Commander's a really good topic right now, but do you guys have no opinions about the banned reserve list since it did just come out? And uh, Oh, yeah, I guess we could talk about that. I, I figure it's the topic of the uh, year. So, Jason, Stoneforger banned, and something in a shitty format is also banned. Popper. Something in Popper is banned. Oh, Popper. I thought you were going to say Frantic Search. Frantic Search. Gotcha. So, uh, what do you guys think of that? Does that affect you at all? I think well, it, someone who... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's all good. Jeeves, go. Fucking <laughs> 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 idiots. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, as someone who actually doesn't really play standard since I judge, I like it, well, the fact that their ban doesn't change me, or affect me, rather, the fact that they have this really stupid exception to the ban list does affect me. I understand why they did this. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Jason Stoneforger banned unless you bought the War of Attrition event deck and keep it 100% intact. Which, again, like, this is a brand new product that just came out. I understand why they're doing that. But as a judge, that's just an enormous fucking pain in the ass that I have absolutely no desire to deal with. And there's no, uh, they didn't make a new expansion set or anything for that, right? Yeah, if if it had a separate expansion symbol, like, it'd be whatever. I can just, you know, turn the cards upside down and flip through them and look at the expansion symbols. But no, they have the real expansion symbol, so I actually need to know the deck list or have the deck list in front of me. Oh my god, that's so awful. Yeah, like, and again, I understand why they would do it. And it, they probably had to, but it's still pretty shitty. But um, Yeah, I think I agree with it as a marketing perspective. I just want to go out on a limb and say that I was right. <laughs> you had predicted both of them, not just Stoneforge? Uh, well, I, I agreed with people when they said that Jace would be banned, but I didn't think that it needed to be banned. But I just was right about Stoneforge, and everybody was like, no, they're not going to ban it because it's in an event deck. I didn't think that would, that they wouldn't ban it because it wasn't in an event deck. I didn't think they would ban it because they don't ban things very often. That's why I mm -hmm. thought that. Um, but the main thing is it was the right move. I mean, Wizards made the right choice, and they, I think they really showed the support of the community by doing that because they listened. And, yeah, they they were losing money, but they also see, you know, how it was affecting the player base and everything. And, I mean, now the stores can dust off the tables and clear the cobwebs off the chairs and actually have some players in there again. 
brewing decks, and and it seems like it's just for the best overall. The Jace thing is a little yeah. shocking to me, but it's all for the yeah. best. And like yeah, to be I, honest, to be honest, I don't know a single person that is upset about the banning of Stoneforge Mystic. Like even like I have I have numerous friends that play Cobblade and have been playing it for a long time and etc. And even they aren't upset about the banning. So you don't think Cardboard Witch Online is upset about the banning at all? Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess she is, but like the one person. Yeah, that's yeah, the only person I've heard complain about. It. And like like I said, like the only person I've heard complain about it so far is is her. Like which I find really um, interesting, just because like. How do I get four fucking impaler shrikes in this draft? God, you people are awful. <laughs> and then wow. like a and then like a seventh and eighth pick triumph of the hordes. I, guess I don't I know, but in this draft. what that has to do with the banned reserved list is just. I mean, I, I totally <laughs> yeah. agree so, with you about. I'm that. just trying to point out how interesting this is. <laughs> Fantastic. So back to the actual topic. I'm actually I'm with tangent on this. I'm sh- I was shocked that Jace was banned because it doesn't. I I still wasn't of the opinion Stoneforge needed to be banned, but I'm kind of glad it is because now we actually might have more than three people showing up for FNM. But uh, Jace being banned was kind of a surprise. But I don't know if you guys follow uh, Aaron Forsyth on Twitter or not. He I actually do. he commented on it uh, this morning uh, about Jace specifically. What did he and say? How he said that uh, when they ban something, they want to make damn sure that it actually changes the format. You know, they don't they don't want to like just ban uh, Stoneforge, and then some, like, almost identical uh, aggro control deck shows up. Right. Uh, which, it's the same thing, like, when they banned Affinity, all they really needed to do was just ban the Artifact Lance in the deck. It still would have been a deck, but would it would have been fine. But they just, uh, they banned Ravager as well, which was seemingly unnecessary, but it was that same mentality that, you know, if we're going to do this, we're not going to, we're not going to be cautious and hope that, you know, we aren't making another mistake. We're just going to fucking do this and make sure things change. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's fine. Did you guys read his article? Uh, yeah, I don't believe in that sort of thing. Okay, yeah, I, I generally don't either, but um, I read the article about the banning, and I thought that it was just really well written, and he explained everything really well from, like, Wizard's point of view and stuff. So I enjoyed that, and, like, he sounded really humble and everything, and so that was kind of cool, and... I think it's really interesting. Me and my friend Jared were talking today about, like, he he wanted to go to the PTQ. He was going to borrow some Jaces to go to the PTQ uh, this weekend. And then he decided he's not going to go because it's, like, the last PTQ where anybody can play Cobblade. And so, like, we're both speculating that just there's going to be more people playing Cobblade than not because even people that kind of maybe flip between two decks, they are, you know, going to play it because it's the last time they can play it, right? Right. Makes sense. And, like, he's, like, it's going to be a single-deck PTQ, just, like, worse than normal. And then, uh, and so he's not going to go in. But we were talking about all the decks that got hosed by banning Jace, and there's quite a lot of them. So it turns out that if he was, you know, banning something to make sure that there's a format change and that instead of, you know, Stoneforge Mystic, there's some other thing that kind of comes in and becomes degenerate with Jace, sounds like they kind of are on the right path. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is it it affects so many decks, but does it make them lose? I mean, like, it it was in the Splinter Twin deck, right? But it still, mm-hmm. it still is going to be solid. It's still got the most ridiculous combo right now, and it's going to still be it, solid regardless of having Jace in there. It'll just be like Jace was a big part of that combo. So it just becomes less consistent. I right. Think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I haven't played the deck, but as I understand it, like, 
Yes, it's, an, it's the most power. Well, it's I think the only real two card combo in standard. No, That's there's the uh, the well, yeah, two card combo. Yeah, you're right. Like two card infinite combo. Right. Well, um, there's the three card Soul Sisters one. So. Yeah, no one gives a shit about three card. Like R and D's official stance is we don't give a shit about three card combos. Yeah, exactly. Because those are that's hard to pull off or hard enough by itself. And yeah, and as easy I enough to this like, As I understand that the Splinter Twin decks were having trouble assembling the combo even with Jays, so taking that out is only going to make it harder. Right. Okay. I, so you know, you know the one thing though, like honestly, that I have to say about the banned reserve list is that. I, I just think that not only did it make things overall better for the, for the community, but it just it the main thing is is it just gives people an opportunity to brew. I've heard even pros say you know they pretty much wrote off the format. I think it was mm-hmm. uh, Kibler was saying that he wrote off the format and now he's excited to be brewing again. And mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's cool to be able to say that that everyone pretty much feels the same that now we have an open format where there's all sorts of deck possibilities. Yeah, I mean, it's not like there's really any downside to this either. Right, so like, why the, the only, fuck are the we talking about it? The is you can't play Cobblade anymore. Like, these cards that were about to rotate in four months anyway have now just been forcibly rotated and, like, devalued slightly ahead of schedule. It's not like people, like, lost all this money by holding on to them, because the prices were dropping anyway, and they're still legacy cards, so the price is going back up as soon as everyone who only does standard is done ditching them. Well, speaking of legacy cards, you know what else has legacy cards? Commander decks. You really need to work on your transition. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Random segment training. (laughs) Well, yeah. yes, they do. They, they do. There is an eternal format, so they do use legacy cards. Right. Did Did anyone uh, else go to the Commander release? Yeah, I went to mine. I only got to play one game, but I like just rolled it. Oh, did you really? Which Which deck did you choose? Uh, I picked Riku. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I like Riku a lot. I think uh, like I I tried to fucking for some reason I got this really great idea that having seven people on a fucking Skype chat would be really smart and so we tried to brew um we tried to make riku com- like competitive uh for regular edh not just uh precon edh right. um so, uh, and that which was one really is that? is that the uh is that the red Sorry. green like copy guy yeah riku is the guy that for two extra mana you can copy any creature that enters the battlefield as long as it's not a token and you can copy any uh spell um, the spell is when you cast it, and the creature is when it enters the battlefield. So you can do it off of things like Tooth and Nail and stuff as well. See, I'm I'm a little surprised, to be honest with you, that you did so well with that deck at the actual event because I ha- we had someone that was that was piloting that deck that's actually pretty skilled, and I swear to God, just could not find synergy with it no, at the, all. I I played about eight games with that deck before the event, and I couldn't find any synergy with it either. Okay. Uh, the the deck really needs a turn three ramp spell. Uh, right. If right. you if you don't if you don't get to hit that ramp spell and then copy your next subsequent ramp spell, like, oh, like the, the, yeah. You know the problem with the deck is like your general's just so fragile, and if you can't if you can't chain together really really degenerate uh, things, then you just end up getting outclassed really really quickly. Right. Um. I think, and I think I think the problem is you might have played the deck wrong. In that, no. I think you chose the wrong general. That's oh, the recommended general. That that general works 
I, I don't know. I like what his abilities. What is? What it are the other two generals? Well, uh, one's the Planner Chaos Dragon. I actually I didn't do um, I didn't play in a commander event because we chose not to run it at the store. There was mm-hmm. no re- no benefit to doing it instead of just flat out selling the decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did I did pick up actually a, uh, a full set of them and I played with my friends against their like legitimate EDH decks. And mm-hmm. I played that one using um, the other guy. Ooh, he costs one of each color. He's uh, one. Oh one yeah, and he makes he makes your he guys makes all cheaper. Your spells cheaper. Yeah. And like that's first of all, just in terms of like like the politics of the game, that's far less imposing a general than a guy who copies all of your fucking dragons and crazy spells you're casting. Right. Mm-hmm. So it takes it takes early heat off of you, and then you just start dropping fucking well. First of all, I had like a turn three Avatar of Fury because of that Join Forces ramp spell. Um, so right, I had yeah. to get with seven land out. But like, it just lets you start dropping like really expensive spell after really expensive spell. And uh, even against like actual tuned EDH decks, I the only reason I like I was one turn from winning the game despite my opponent having a Lightsteel Colossus for like eight turns. I was able to hold it off with like. Uh, that retrace 5-5 five, five flying thing, so he just had a shit ton of mana. And, like, he top-decked the card to give the Blightsteel double strike, and I was like, okay, I lose now. But, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in terms of a pre-con, like, choosing that as the general, I think just it draws a lot more attention to you than you want in a deck that isn't finely tuned. Yeah, like, playing in the release event, you might have, a, like, a point, I guess. I think the thing is, like, he just wins you games, though. Like, I was playing, um, I was playing effectively Arch Enemy. I, I won, and I also got seven out of eight of the achievements. So, like, if you can get the right amount of synergy on him, uh, he can win games. I'll, I'll, I'll concede the point that he is really not, um consistent though that's his big problem right there's a lot of times where like because you have so much mana and you're just copying everything and playing things and just raping everybody you go into top deck mode and if you top deck like a land or you top deck like a spell that has no bearing on the game whatsoever then it's very very bad um like that's just <laughs> well, I guess, really <laughs> awful i guess one of the other things that helped me was i i uh i actually cast eldrick uh when i played that deck the, the master of spies guy. Yeah, yeah he's He's fucking absurd. Like, I cast not- that, and, and like, well, I cast that, and then suddenly everyone was dead but me and one person, yeah. and I was drawing, like, five extra cards a turn. Yeah, like, he's really good in a multiplayer setting. He's not good enough in one-on-one, I think, but he's really good in multiplayer. In a, in a pre-con deck, too. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be putting that deck in, a, like, a competitive Riku deck, just because, like, the thing with Riku is you have to protect uh, your general quite a bit, and you don't want to be giving your opponent's answers to him, right? Because they'll attack each other until they find an answer to him and then they'll just kill him, right? You know, I think for the benefit of the people listening, since we're talking just about one general, um, I posed a question to, did you all, or all, did each of you only play with, like, one deck or did you get a chance to try a couple? Because I think a better a better question just for the listeners is, like, what was your general impression of these commander decks yeah. as, like, you know, a, an actual pre-con that you can open yeah. and play in EDH? I think... Right? I think they're fucking awful. Um, <laughs> the the think, mana base is horrible. Yeah, the mana bases are horrible. There's no ramp. Like, I'm playing a deck that needs to... Like, in, in the instance of the Riku deck, I'm playing a deck that needs, like, a bajillion mana, and they put in Cultivate and Kodama's Reach and Explosive Vegetation, I believe, um, which is good, but none of the other decks have that much ramp in them. 
Um, and like, and like, uh, the mana base is just so fucking bad that like, you're, like, you're, you're trying to play a pre-con, but you have to focus on your mana so much. Like, I can't teach my girlfriend how to play fucking commander <laughs> with a three color deck when she can't even like, like, she's not going to understand the intricacies as a new player to making sure you tap your mana properly. Right? Right. Like, and that's what pre-cons are for. Pre-cons are for new players. So, like, and I think they're just, like, and, like, they're really, like, they have so much bad, there's so many bad cards in them. Like, why does the Riku deck, a deck that arguably wants to copy every single spell that it plays, why does it have Ruination in it? Yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, that's, that, well, that's the only card, like, out of the 500 cards in these decks, Ruination is the only card I disagree with at all. Everything I else think I'm it's, fine with. I think it's fine. There's there's lots of non-basic lands in EDH. <laughs> no, it's, well, like, it's fine if, like, you're a cunt and don't want to have friends. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the thing, you guys. Like, like I think that these decks... I, I think these decks are a starting point. I agree with, with Jay that they're a, little bit com- they're a little bit complicated for a new player. But at the same time, if you're not a new player, do you really want to go out and buy an EDH deck that's, like, freaking... You know, thirty-nine forests and the rest of a bunch of shit. <clears throat> yeah, we, you know, exactly. you, you want to be able to have these cards so that they you can get a a bunch of the staples, which they definitely do have. They have some cool new cards that will help out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, even though we were making fun of, of all the cards and everything, like Command Tower really is a good. I mean, it is a good land. You know, if you mm-hmm, play, mm-hmm. if you need multicolors, that's perfect. So. There's a lot of things that 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 are in these decks that are going to become staples or that are um, really solid for for Magic players, and it's a great starting set. It may not be the best learning set, but I mean, is EDH really a game that you're you're going to start learning on? You might, but you're going to be learning it with other people that know the game. I mean, I really doubt there's too many like a whole group of new players that run out and start off on EDH. That would be no, they don't. Bad. But I mean, there's lots of newer players that see it as a really cool format because it's advertised as a gentleman's format. It's advertised as a fun format. It's advertised as you know, there nobody complains about EDH really, and then they're going to get into it and they're just going to get raped. By these ruination cunts, and oh, then I... and then like and they're like like the Riku deck that I built, for example, the cards. If I look at them right now, I'm like looking at the picture, and let's take a look at this. What do All I right. have in here? Jay, I have the fuck up about Riku for a minute. No, That's it's no. it's just it's just it it just doesn't make sense to me why they would do stuff like that. And then in terms of the best 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 deck that's pre-constructed. I think that Mimeo, Mimoplasm deck is the best. That guy's got a that's T-Rex ex- for an arm. That deck's amazing. That was actually the first one that's, I tried. And like, yeah, that's I, my I deck. Before. First of all, I don't think the mana base in these decks is terrible, given the constraints they had of, like, this is a pre-con. Like, you can't throw <laughs> fucking, like, rare dual lands in. No, 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 no. We're already going above MSRP uh, pretty much <laughs> everywhere, except, like, the big box stores. Like, they just all would have been cannibalized. As if right. Shock uh, or of course, but let me explain this, Jeeves. And maybe well, you yeah, did, they you... had, they, all of them had... Unless I'm wrong, they all have like all three signets, all three bounce lands, like Terramorphic and. Uh, no, they they yeah. didn't all have Terramorphic and the other one. That's the point. Like the one that I had only had Terramorphic, and it didn't have the other one. It's like why would why would you have one and not the other? You know, and then. Well, and like I don't understand why you don't just put them all in all the decks. Yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. Yeah. Like, should. why would one deck get good ramp and the other ones don't? 
Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. why wouldn't like wouldn't it just be easier to make half the cards? Like, especially the lands, wouldn't it just be easier to just make them all the same? Yep, we're going to give every deck that has green, cultivate, Kodama's reach, and explosive vegetation. Why would we only give one deck those? Yeah, I don't know. It is a good question. But, I mean, at the same time, like, if you play all these decks against one another, they're theoretically supposed to be playing against each other and have good matches against each other. Though, I I played the uh, the one that you were talking about, the... Um, Devour for power or whatever it was called, and with uh, the ooze guy that you were just talking yeah, about, yeah. Jeeps, and yeah. uh, the that deck seemed to be dominating. Like I just didn't, I didn't have really any trouble, um, other than the counterpunch deck that kept trying to remove everything I was trying to use in the graveyard. But other than that, I mean, it was just like it seemed to be like the deck that you were talking about. Jay that that had mm-hmm. um, that deck just got slaughtered every single time. Like it just did which, not, sorry, which one? The one that you played with the oh, uh, guy yeah, that copied yeah. spells and everything. That deck yeah. just did not seem to have anything going for it and just got dominated when we were playing. But every other deck seemed to at least have did, um, some. Did the, did people like hate it out? No, it's just like it just never seemed to really get going, like you were saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just never seemed to really do anything, and then it was really easy to hate out because every yeah. time, you know, it was like it's counted so much on its on its uh, commander. It seemed like that it just like I just kill the commander every time it came out, you know, mm-hmm. and then it was just done. Yeah. Well, like, and in the six games we played, like we had one guy that played that uh, Team America one with the new general. The one that gives away shit and then you draw cards and oh right, I was wondering about that one too. I never saw it. And, and he said it was the same thing. It was like he just like in the first like I don't know in the first like two games that we played, he just like never saw anything that was relevant ever at all. In the third game, he got like a howling mine and like some land and like like to give away and trade for, and then he got like fucking. Uh, that guy that comes in, and when it comes into play, you can exchange control of two permanents, and then, you know, and then you just kind of get it back later type idea. And, like, he was going okay, but then all I did is I just then got my fucking homeward path, and his entire deck just ended. Okay. So, what do you do? I mean, is there anything else about these things that you think that were, like, any good, bad, anything we need to discuss? It seems like we have overall a mostly positive experience from them, right? Yeah. I mean... So basically, they're good enough for twenty-seven bucks or whatever they cost people. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Is like I don't, and I don't agree with stores they're selling them for over MSRP. But if you have to get them for that price, I guess you have to get them. Well, what 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 is MSRP on those? Thirty. Right. So yeah, and and I paid twenty-seven for mine. But like, have you seen Star City Games? No. They're they're selling like individual cards, like the card from uh, from I think it's the card from the deck that you're that you were playing. Um, is that the one where it's got the guy that draws a card when when yeah. your opponent's yeah. okay? That guy twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, give me a break. And like same with that, um, same with that that red card that says like bounce a permanent or shuffle a permanent away. Right, and right. then reveal the top card of the library, and it goes into play or whatever. That's like twenty bucks too. And that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's like okay, so that's the only card in the deck that's worth anything because the deck's only worth like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Well, the other thing is like, 
I think it's fine to if they're going to price the singles of that. I don't, but I don't think stores should like charge sixty dollars or forty dollars or fifty dollars for the deck, and then like based on that, I think that's stupid. Like that's like charging you know packs or fat packs of cards more because of the possibility of opening you know like a sword of war and peace or something. Like I just think that's fucking you know right. Like I think especially a sealed product that's meant for you know, new players to get into, and it's also meant to be, like, casual and fun. I don't think you should be charging $60 for that. And, like, I don't understand how the how businesses operate fully when, like, I don't really understand the dynamics of when something gives you an MSRP and you don't go by it. And then it's like, well, what's the point of the MSRP? Like, why do they give that if they know that... Do you know what the MSRP just... on a booster box is? No. A hundred and forty-three dollars and sixty-four cents. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> the true. MSRP on a booster box. Yeah, I tried to jump in a ton of times. Apparently, my mic was dead. So, like, <laughs> I was since wondering you, since you what he was doing. Since you disagreed with it, like, we were we were charging forty dollars for the decks. Yeah. And like, you're welcome to disagree with that. But first of all, we sold out like the first day anyway. Well, you're going to. You could have sold them for a hundred dollars, and you would have sold out on the first day. Right, That's like, irrelevant. Here, here were our choices. That's irrelevant. If, you're, if, if there's a famine and you charge for bread, people will buy it. Well, basically, like, here are the three choices. Either you can, like, you, well, your choices are either you can pay more or you can wake up at, like, 5 a.m. and try and go to Walmart before someone else does. Our choices as a business were we could charge $40 for them or we could say, fuck you, and just open all of them and sell the singles. Because, mm-hmm. like, even reg- regardless of what these new cards are worth, because they, they did a fantastic job putting value in these. Like, that Devour for Power deck, it had... I remember counting, there were 24 rares and 3 Mythics. Um, you but open all, that the, all the cards are the same rare value, besides the reprints. Well, right. I, I understand that, but, like... So then there's 24 rares, there's also 100 rares. Like, they're all the same rarity. I don't understand that statement either. Multiple people have told it to me. I just don't understand what that means. Well, like, Oblivion Stone is an actual rare. It's a no, no, that's print. fine. But there's, no, there's I, not I get, 25 fixed, real rares. Well, again, we I know, we we touched on the fixed rarity last time, but still. Yeah. like So you've got, in the one deck, there's like Solemn, O-Stone, Living Death, Eternal Witness, Soul Ring, Lightning Greaves. Like, that's already like $30 worth of singles. And, yeah. Well, before these were printed, and presumably the prices went down a little. And then it's whatever the new cards are worth. Like, there is absolutely no reason for any store that sells singles to sell these for $30. Except, again, if you have, like, really good customers or, like, maybe if someone's buying all five and you want to give them a break. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... But but you're saying there's no reason because they can get more money. Yeah, because that's, that's the, what you're goal saying. Of a business, the goal of a business is to make money and... Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think it's stupid that the MSRP is advertised on these products and then nobody ever sells them for that based on the price of what's inside. And it's like, well, then why don't you just open them? Well, would you would you rather like they actually they did a really good job with that because they still made these decks really good and I mean again I was playing competitively against people using real decks like tuned EDH decks. Well, they must have been really and, like, bad then. Pretty much. <laughs> or you or you were getting god draws. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my like, zombie I, well, deck is a very good draws. Like I did have the fucking that Mimeo whatever ooze thing. Like it was uh, I took out like a Phyrexian Crusader and Pathraiser of Ulamog. 
So I had an 11-11 pro-red, pro-black, or pro-red, pro-white, first strike infect guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that guy's it. sick, and, like, though. I mean, that's... And I'm what, also, yeah. I'm, like, I'm pretty good at politics as well. And because I was playing a pre-con, they were going to leave me alone for a little bit anyway until, like, you know, I drew... Oh. They were probably the blind, too. The truth too. comes out. Yeah. They were probably blind and he was cheating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I'm going to fucking slit your throat. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> No, like, they did a good job in terms of, you know, putting, like, good cards and EDH staples in here and making it so we only had to charge $40. Like, you know, this isn't... They could have they tried to make these, like, fucking amazing, and then they would have been, like, either $150 or we opened the singles. Like, if, if you had better lands, like, if, God forbid, they put shock lands in these, no one would have been able to buy a sealed one. It would have all been singles. Right, but yeah. okay, you were just arguing with with us just a couple episodes ago, while well, arguing with me, of course, uh, about the need to be, stay competitive, right? And yeah, you can put your prices, jack your prices up, but there are other people that are paying, that are you know pricing them at twenty seven dollars. So it's like, I mean, are you staying competitive when you're selling your de- them for forty, and you can go to Walmart and buy one for like thirty? Is that competitive? Yeah, Walmart's gonna sell it, like. Walmart's going to sell out. I, I can find stuff at Walmart all the time that I can't find anywhere else. I can pretty much guarantee you, especially in uh, this fucking area where there's stores everywhere, and this is a very competitive area, there were probably people who went, like, the moment Walmart and Target opened and just bought everything they had. Because they don't, they don't get that many in, first of all. Right. They probably had, you know, like, a couple boxes, and that's good enough for them. Yeah. So, so... Those were going to be gone immediately, and then, yes, we were competitive with what you were finding at online stores, eBay, and Amazon. What do you think about an EDH deck that uses Gleamax? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. You really just did that. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was just screwing around. Some of the topics sometimes just crack me up. But, no, I I mean, I I guess I understand what you're saying about that, but... uh, Oh, I thought you actually wanted to switch. No, I, no, no, no. I'm just messing around. The, no, that was so, that was that was no less smooth than your actual transition. So you had me fooled. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Relax. I'm silk. So yeah. Anyway, what what do you think? Like really? Like, do you think that you're that it's right to sell them for forty bucks? It doesn't seem right to me. When when they're basically come out and they could be sold for you know thirty and be fine. How about like we said, table like, this, this discussion until yeah. August when uh when From the Vault comes out and I have to defend us selling those? No, for $80. that's different, man. Those are collectors' items. This isn't. Anyway, so okay. Pow. Gleemax. Okay, are so you familiar Glee- with something called supply and demand? Shut up. Nope, I have Glee-Max no idea what you're talking about. Is like the worst spell ever. I think it costs like a million, and it says that you can control the targets of all spells and abilities. And somebody wants us to. Talk about that, or like, to see if it's le- like if people should be playing it in EDH, like if it should be allowed. I guess just silver bordered cards in EDH anyway. Are the are silver bordered? They're legal, right? Because they're not on the ban no. list. No, they're silver border cards are not legal. Okay, um, it depends on who however, you talk to. Well, I know they use them in cubes a lot, so I wasn't sure if they were legal in EDH or not. Yeah, right. Yeah, like by the official you... rules, they're not, but it's also a format that encourages house rules anyway. Yeah. So it's it's a matter of like. I assume it's do we or do we think you should use silver bordered cards? 
I've talked a lot. Why don't you go ahead, uh, annoying Jeebus? <laughs> All right. I would have talked. Well, I was talking a lot, but Shut my up. mic was out, so fuck you. That was convenient. Uh, yeah. Actually, I use silver border cards in some of my EDH decks. Of um, course you do. I, yeah. I think it depends on which ones you're using. I'm not even sure how to take that. Like, <laughs> I mean, the ones I use, you know, I use like Snow Mercy because there's that's cool. There's, yeah, like there's no reason it couldn't be a real card. It's both fun to say and fun to activate. And like, if anyone gets that pissed off, I could basically just switch it out for Orification anyway, which is some onslaught rare that does almost the exact same thing. Instead of allowing me to tap them, it just turns them into walls. Right. So, like, it's not that outrageous. And, like, I've used Fruitcake Elemental. Um, I'm actually, one of one of my favorite cards ever is a silver-bordered card, which is called Strategy Schmategy. Um, oh, man, that there. card is so awesome. Yeah, like, for anyone out there who thinks, like, I'm some, like, crazy spike or something, like, if you know what the card does, it costs one and a red, you roll a six-sided die, and it's either, like, three damage to everyone and everything, Armageddon, Wheel of Fortune... Uh, I don't remember like no effect or like roll two more dice. And there <laughs> might be something else. Like it's whatever. It's it's just fun and like stuff like that. I absolutely approve of. But I'm sure there's oh and big furry monster I use because like why the fuck wouldn't you use that? But uh, I know there is some silver bordered stuff that probably people should stay away from like. Richard Garfield, PhD, where, you know, all your spells are anything you want, like, that's a little out yeah. of control. Yeah. And, like, Gleemax is stupid, um, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a dumb card. Well, like, I mean, I then there really has to be, like, I don't know, I, I think that there should be really specific house rules, because you can go anywhere and play an EDH player with an EDH deck, and I swear to God, if I saw a silver-bordered, stupid-ass card in his deck, I'd punch him in the face. I mean, that's so stupid, man. Like, those, if if they're not legal, then you really should only play those decks with your friends or something, and that's between you guys, right? Like, I wouldn't go to go to an event and, you know, off to the side, they're playing... EDH and break out mana screw or something. You know, it's just like why? Why would I? Uh, I don't know. It just seems pretty weird to me. No one has ever complained about the silver border cards I use, like especially strategy strategy. Like that one has a huge effect on the game, but like it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And that card is about as fun as it gets. Right. Plus, people are probably too busy complaining about you that they don't actually complain about the card, right? Right. Yeah, like, who, who allows you to play EDH with them? Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I'm confused, Tangent, because it sounded like you just agreed with what I said, even though you just said, like, oh, you know, I would punch someone in the face for playing Silver Border I'm, cards, so, so. I'm talking about, I was ta- referring specifically to the annoying ones, and just in general, like, assuming that that it's okay to just play those cards that aren't necessarily, you know, legal in EDH without... I like a. Would you really break that out on someone without saying, "Hey, I'm playing." I mean, is do you just bust that out with people and be like, "Oh, well, technically this isn't legal, but I just assumed you'd be okay with it." Like, or do oh, you absolutely. actually? Like, I'll just throw that shit down. And like, <laughs> All right. They'll be they'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" Read it, and then usually laugh and be like, "Okay, roll a die." Right. Right. Well, okay, that's fine. 
because you're playing less lame ones, but I'm sure that, I mean, they're talking about Gleemax and stuff, right? Someone's actually asking about that. Yeah, if I'm, like, if I'm casting Show and Tell to, or, like, using a fucking Goblin Welder to recur Gleemax, like, then you're just a douchebag anyway, and that's probably, like, not even the most annoying thing in your deck, so who cares? Well, then I guess the question would be, like, should should Wizards set the rules to show that, you know, silver-bordered cards are legal as long as they're not completely douchey? Or should... Or I think I mean, maybe that's what the question is, right? Like, is that okay or not? Apparently it's okay with you, right? Which, like, silver-bordered cards that aren't douchey? Yeah, but I mean, well, who's going to make that justification? Like, who's going to decide what's douchey and what's not douchey? That's kind of a, this is a always, personal This opinion. is always the the argument, right, is, like, what's fun for you is not fun for me. Yeah, exactly. Right, and, like, that's that's why Ruination is in those commander decks. Like, Ruination is not... It shouldn't be fun for anyone, but apparently there are lots of playgroups where, like, mass land destruction is considered okay and not something that gets you punched in the dick. So, I don't know. I guess there are just different people out there. Right, right. Okay. Fair enough, dude. I don't really have a lot to say because I don't really play with a lot of silver-bordered cards, but... I think I think the only silver bordered card that should be legal is the one that says that all your premium spells cost one less. Oh yeah, that should have I use that as well. Like that should definitely be legal. It's all your I foils think, cost one less, and all your foil yeah. creatures get plus one plus one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably fine because like if you're gonna be one of those losers that foils out your entire DH deck for gay value anyway, like you just you might as well get a little bit of a reward from doing that. There creates a rules issue, though, potentially. Just Why? because... Well, when you cast a foil spell online that makes tokens, you get foil tokens. But there are no foil tokens in Paper Magic, so where the tokens... May, so we're like, not, if we're I not cast, talking about that. Because the unsets aren't online either. So got you. Well, I want to talk about that. But nobody else does, because yeah, totally no one irrelevant. cares, man. Let's Come just on. do what, what I about, What if I... What, how about this? How about this, Jeebus? This also creates a rules problem, because if I create my own cards and then foil them, then is that fair? Because I can just make any card I want foil. No, it isn't. <laughs> oh, you like that guy who apparently <laughs> you're BFFs with that sells illegal foils? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then what happens? Yeah. Suck on that. Yeah, so exactly. So moving, moving away from this, no, you shouldn't play silver border cards in in EDH, if you want to play it in your house rules, then play it. But, like, again, this is, like, a stupid discussion because it doesn't matter what we say, you're not going to do anything. If you want to play with silver water cards and we're all like, no, you shouldn't, you're just going to be like, well, my group says it's okay, so we're gonna. Yeah, so and why like, the fuck are we talking that. about it? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, like, I'm not going to bitch if someone is, like, take that shit out of your deck. I'll be like, alright, I'll just discard yeah. and draw something else. Like, just take whatever. it out of your fucking deck. Beat them to the punch, dude. Yeah. Stop being a douche. Don't be a, don't be a douche. Alright, so, anyway. Just when I'm playing fun cards. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, let's, uh, yeah, anyway. Now that the, uh, the bans happen, is there any type 2 ideas post-ban that you guys can think of? Any fresh nope. ones? Me either. Topic My idea done. is actually play it now. <laughs> what Come was that? <laughs> Are you going to play it? No, I judge. Like, I... I judge, and it's not standard season. Like, there's no standard PTQs, really, or anything. So, right. like... You're allowed to I, play in the events that you You are, judge. actually, yeah. Yes, but as it turns out, like... Yeah, you don't I like magic. I that I work in a comic book store, but I actually still have shit to do. Um, like what? 
<laughs> Seriously? Yeah, why don't you tell like, me? Like, I don't sit around reading comics all day. There is there is an oh, endless pile of shit that has to be done. Like, I will never... I could probably work 24 hours a day this week, and I would not run out of work to do. Do you work in the worst-run comic shop on the planet? No. Are you the only no. employee? It's me and the two owners, but, like, there's... So they don't do anything, is what you're saying? No, they do, but there's lots of work. Like, do you... (laughs) I don't understand. Have you not worked in a business, like, that does stuff? Like... (laughs) The only only jobs I've had are ones where no stuff is done. (laughs) I I, I don't even understand how that's a question. Like, what the fuck do you mean, what do we do? (laughs) I don't know, I've just never seen a comic book store where somebody doesn't play magic and their excuse is because there's infinite things to do. I don't know, like, I, we buy collections of shit, and, like, the stuff doesn't sort in price itself, and, like, our online inventory doesn't take care of itself, and our binders don't refill themselves, like, build me a robot that'll do all that, and then I will play an F&M. But, uh... Yeah, with silver-bordered cards. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We all have to go to some, like, major event so we can meet, and I can punch you both in the face. <laughs> yeah, after you're long... You can walk there. Yeah, you can walk some for weight. sure. <laughs> if, you, if your walker can take you to the event in time, we'll be we'll be meeting you. Well, there's, us- there's usually a senior tour bus that goes right to the center, so that's yeah. not an issue. Yeah. I just don't want you to, like, break your hand on my face or something. There's, <laughs> like, doctor bills involved and everything. It's just bad. You could come to Canada, and then we would just pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So, so uh, you know, what about this extended format? Do you guys think it's awesome? Have you guys played it? It's pretty amazing, right? Extended? Is extended even a thing right now? Like, does that exist? Nope. No. I thought we determined nope. that was coming off the show notes. I don't think so, because no one took it off, bitches. Jesus Christ. Do I have <laughs> oh, to yeah? do everything? Oh, yeah? That just happened. There. All right. So... Okay, now, as far as one thing that Thank God is, for editing. is relevant, yeah, with your pink highlighter there, with the, uh, the one fucking, never mind. fucking, just, we're talking about M12 here, alright, and, uh, new cards that we found out that are going to be in it, things we actually care about, because everyone thought three planeswalkers were returning, and they only are, sort of. So, any opinions on the fact that we're going to have a new Garrick, a new Chandra, and a new Jace? So for anyone out there, again, who doesn't know, since we talked about this before we started recording, there's there was some like promo Planeswalker video thing regarding M12, and uh, it like fanned out and it showed all the different Planeswalkers that were going to be in it, and you could see the first word of their name, and you could see the enough of the artwork to see that Garrick Chandra and Jace had new artwork. Uh, apparently, in the Japanese version of this, you can actually see enough. Uh, since obviously the writing is smaller, you can see enough to see that it is not any of the Garrick, Chandra, or Jace cards that already exist. Uh, so that's how we know that there are supposed to be new ones, unless they have somehow changed their alphabet and not told anyone. What do you think the possibilities are that they changed their alphabet and didn't tell anyone? Not. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it about twenty percent, but uh, I'm gonna trust the rumor mill on this one and say that it, <clears throat> these are probably new cards. Okay. So, so I mean, first of all, I'm just really fucking sick of Chandra. Why do they keep remaking Chandras? 
Because they want to get it right, finally, probably, would be my guess. Like, who yeah. gives a shit about this? Like, like, oh, Chandra came out in Lorwyn, and then it came out again after that, and then it came out again after that, and then it came out as a, ra- a different version after that, and then it came out again after that, and now there's another Chandra? What? And like, and I read all the fucking web comics. She isn't that <laughs> important. What the fuck is this bitch doing? And I believe, I believe it's probably because it's like, oh, we have to have a main character girl and a main character guy, Planeswalker, because then all the sexist pigs will be interested in Planeswalkers, plus all the girls who think they know how to play magic will be interested in Planeswalkers, plus all the moms that are like, equal rights and shit will be interested in not, and we have a, we have an answer when they say like, there's no powerful women as role models in popular sports and popular <laughs> things and blah, and we can say, yeah, there is, cause we, we've made Chandra 48 times, bitch. <laughs> well, but it's I, like it's just, dude, uh, it's just Jace so and then was also, remade, like, right? Jace was remade, and Jace digs Chandra, and they couldn't remake Jace and not give him his girlfriend back, dude. Why not? I don't know. I'm not the. Yeah. I'm not. I don't the care about this. This is not of days coast. of our lives. This is magic. You know. <laughs> you know who cares about love and magic? Nobody. Doctor Jeebus. Fat sweaty people don't have love. That's ah. true. Good point. How about this? How about this? I'm finally excited that Garrick's getting remade uh, after 10 years of the same Garrick. That's interesting. Yeah, that is um, pretty good. Well, I've, always, I've, always, I've always wondered why they, like, why do they do that? Like, how come since Lorwyn, since Planeswalkers, Planeswalkers have been around, how come when they reprint the old walkers, like, why do they just keep them around for five sets instead of making new ones of only some of them? Do you know what I mean? Well... Well, first of all, like, in terms of, like, New Chandra, no one cares, like, oh, like, forget that, forget that their names are Jason Chandra, and this is going to be, like, the third incarnation of each of them, like, it's New Planeswalkers, you know, I guess. It, it doesn't really matter what their name is, except for Jace, since, like, Jace Bellerin is still potentially playable, like, okay, it's a third Chandra, it's never going to leave play because one of the other two Chandras is in play, so it doesn't really matter what the name is. Uh, in that regard. Uh, in terms of why they've kept reprinting them, like, the original Lorwyn cycle of Planeswalkers actually did a pretty much perfect job of, uh, encompassing, like, this is what a monocolor Planeswalker for this color should do. And that's why there hasn't been, that's why there hasn't been a new Garrick until now, because in terms of a mono-green Planeswalker that isn't, like, hyper-specialized like Nissa was, like, Garrick is pretty much perfect. Like, this is exactly what Green does, and he does it very well, very efficiently. So, like, why fuck with that? Well, because, like, then why make any new cards at all? To make money. Exactly. So... That was interesting. Yeah. Good point, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just think it's really weird, because, like, you know, they've had opportunities to, like, if it was me, and I mean, I don't know why, but if it was me, like, why wouldn't you just, you know, you just, your your next set comes out, you're going to make a new Planeswalker, and you're going to reprint a new Planeswalker, and you decide to reprint one that's already been reprinted twice, or you could make a new Liliana Vess, or you could make a new uh, Elspeth or something, right? Like, it just seems really odd to me that they do that. Um... I really hope that they f- they just make the new Jace just not playable. That would be awesome, dude. He's like one of the other Chandras or something. Yeah, and they make like Jace ablazed, and it just has no. <laughs> ab- it's like a it's like a dark steel relic. It just has no abilities. 
First of all, I have killed people with Dark. Oh no, I'm thinking of Dark Steel Pendant. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and like he the, killed uh, people with an indestructible zero casting cost artifact. No, I did with the indestructible <laughs> two casting cost. Anyway, um, yeah, the new Jace, like this, what's being talked about on the rumor mill? I don't know how much, like how accurate this is, where this information is coming from. Allegedly, it's supposed to be like a fixed version of uh, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How fucking um, annoying is that? Ugh. Maybe it's going to be a fixed version, like they fixed Skull Clamp. Yeah. Well, clearly the original, like, ugh, it can't be that bad. I don't know. <laughs> like they, they're probably saying they're probably saying it's fixed in that like we we just made it terrible. Like it's plus one so. ability is like mill two and. It's probably it the exact same ability. card, but with one less loyalty to start out with. Ugh, I really hope not. What a, <laughs> how annoying is that going to be? Like, they ban Jason, and then less than a month later, he's just... They put him out with, like, without his, like, Fate Seal ability or something. Yeah. Probably without his bounce ability. He probably still have yeah. Fate Seal, yeah. but he just... Without the ability it. that nobody uses, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, so where did you hear this through the rumor mill? Is this the rumor mill, like, the uh, the Frenchies? The Frenchies no. told you? No, it's... It's the forum. It's the forum. Yeah. So, that's where right. all information comes from, basically. Right, unless the Frenchies get to it first, right? Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. Clearly, that's not happening again. <laughs> yeah. I knew we couldn't trust those fucking French. <laughs> Can anybody get me a copy of Lotus Noir? I'd really like... Uh, I'd really like to actually see if they still exist. Do you speak French? Yes, I'm in Canadian. All Why Canadians not speak all French? Canadians do. yeah what about what do you guys how do you guys feel about dumb counterproductive trolling just out of curiosity i feel like we've done a lot of that today (laughs) (laughs) yeah the mac daddy scotty mac uh brought that shit up so i i just thought we'd throw that out there because you can you can take that one back to the a team there boosh and uh sure get on him about that so isn't with isn't all trolling counterproductive unless you're John Medina? Like, I don't know how his trolling has somehow become so profitable, but, like, what other trolling is there? Medina doesn't troll, dude. Medina listens to all the trolling, and for, like, three days he'll listen to your trolling, and and he'll just sit there and think of something for, like, three days to respond to. And then it's, like, finally, after three days' worth of you trolling him, he responds, and you don't immediately have a counter, and he's like, I win. Yeah. That's pretty much Medina. That's a Medina troll. <laughs> and then, and no, then, like on. one go, other person will start shit, and it's like, like he'll start like an argument clap. and then disappear and be like, "I won." Yeah, that's what just I'm saying. It's like, and his fans will jump in. They'll be like, "Oh man, you just got school." It's like, did you not pay attention to the last like five comments that came out? Uh, I didn't see like, any just responses. You took a break to go have a fucking plate of nachos. <laughs> it doesn't mean you won. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I love Medina, but he he is uh, a <laughs> he, he doesn't win as often as he thinks he does. So not not when he's destructive, forcing his own guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So anyway, I think that's pretty much it. I guess uh, we do have Lewis from Red Sight wins. Um, he is going to GP Montreal, and they're doing a free duel raffle to try and help him get there. So go to Red Sight Wins and, and uh, try and help Lewis get to Montreal. 
anything else, gentlemen? That would um, be both of you. What? Okay, how about this? Somebody, somebody talked about the strictly better discussion. What is this? Somebody, somebody, enlighten me about this. I didn't understand. This is the uh, kid thing, right? Kurt a kid thing. No. no, this was this is a discussion that comes up uh, pretty frequently with new cards. Um, and there was someone, I guess it was someone from Channel Fireball, was like arguing with Lee Sharp over this um, because they were saying, well, basically the argument that comes up all the time is what is the definition of strictly better? Uh, <clears throat> because for some reason you can't ever say cards are strictly better without causing an argument. Like Lightning Bolt is strictly better than Shock because. It's cost the same, but it does more damage. Right. Like, I don't know. I like. I don't know if you guys will actually want to get into this discussion or not. Um, it's basically the argument they were making is that Leyline of uh, Sanctity is not strictly better than Ivory Mask because of a mirror match that might exist in Modern, which is a format that only might exist anyway. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like no. what? <laughs> Don't worry about it then. I have, yeah, I have no idea. What <laughs> so what? I hold on. No, the, I, I I think that if this is a question that's being talked about, just because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with that specific scenario, what what do you mean that the strictly better discussion? Are you saying that like? One card is just okay. Like like here, let, let's put it this way: like Ponder is strict, uh, strictly better than Preordain. Like I got that shit when I was using Preordain because I thought it fit my deck strategy better, and I got tons of shit from people saying that that Ponder was better than Preordain, and I said no, it's not better for what my deck's trying to do. Well, first of all, those you can't compare those strictly anyway. They do totally different things. Well, into. They sort look of. like they do similar things, but they don't. Well, they do. Like, they do similar things, and they don't. At the, you're right, but at the same time, I mean, it's the card replacement, right? I mean, the the, pre, the preordain ended up being used in place of ponder when ponder left the format. Right. Well, strictly better. There's there's two ways a card can be strictly better, and those those can't be compared in these terms. It either has to have the exact same mana cost. And the same effect, and then an additional effect, like Shock versus Lightning Bolt, where it does, you know... They like Doomblade versus then, Terror. Uh, yes, Doomblade being strictly better than Terror. Or, or than Go the for the Throat. Right. Mm, go for the Throat's different. Oh, no, that... Uh, yeah, that is strictly better than Terror as well, not than Doomblade. Um, and then the other way is they have... One has a cheaper mana cost, but they have identical rules text, like... Counterspell is strictly better than Cancel because they do the exact same thing, but one costs less mana. Right, right. So ponder and like, why, and, like so, so why does any of this matter at all? What I are know, we talking exactly. about? Why are we still talking about this? What is what's the point? What are we trying to say here? That's a good question. Well, you what? come up with the topic then. <laughs> okay, how about this? The next time. <laughs> oh my god, dude! The yeah. next time this this is written in purple, we just fucking ignore it, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Would anybody like to audition to replace Jeebus on this cast? <laughs> oh, I had an off day. All right, these things happen. It's very uh, clear and obvious. Oh, okay. I promise to show up drunk next time so I can be more entertaining and Thank maybe you. even more coherent. Yeah, no it's kidding. Nice. 
All right. So anyway, do we have anything else we want to say before wrapping up here? That's a no. All right. Uh, you no. got something? No. Grim Lavamancer, Lightning Bolt. Is that, oh, sorry, Grim Lavamancer, Shock, and Incinerate are in M12. That's a, yeah. for, some, for some reason, people seem to think that that's really important. Well, I think more, people nice are more burn suite. worried about Lightning Bolt than anything being gone. But Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, yeah. That's definitely important in the... Again, that's that's like a really nice burn suite to have all in one set because you know there'll be more playable burn in other sets as well. So I'm sure people are talking about it like signifying red deck wins being actually competitive again. Yeah, and it'll be right beside mono black control. <laughs> Everybody shut up is what. Well, red deck wins is always a deck, like even if it's only like tier one point yeah, five or course. something. Like yeah, it, it always is. Yeah. It's, you know, because it's cheap and, like, a retard can pilot it correctly, but... Exactly. If this, you know... You know what, now, Jeebus, you've ruined it. Now what's going to happen is we're going to get a bunch of comments about, oh, (laughs) Red Deck wins is hard and there's lots of play lines. (laughs) These these four bolts in my hand could potentially... I need to... Oh, shut up. Shut up, everyone. (laughs) How about this? I would like to invite all of our listeners to come up with a... Mono black control list that has over sixty percent win percentage. I don't want to hear about red deck wins. This is my troll to you. What 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 about? Would you include the vampires that people are trying to run? Because I think that well, I know you're not. You're saying it's got to be mono black. It can't be like black red vampires, right? As well as control, not aggro. Okay. Because so everybody, every like, does this not piss you guys off? Like, me and Jeebus already talked about this. Every time, like, with Commander, everyone was just, like, blowing up my Twitter feed with, like, oh, my God, can you believe all these cards that are in here? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that exactly like, well, the way they were saying this, it on there? This card's fine, I guess. Like, it's kind of enjoyable. I mean, like, good luck ever playing it. And, like, oh, my God, no. No, you're stupid. It is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, I feel like that's what they're doing with M12 now. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, Are Master's they, dude? All I've heard is people being like, God, oh, this sucks. Mostly you guys bitching about it. But I'm just saying, like, all I've heard is people just being like, oh, man, this is fucking, like, not that good. And all these cards that suck and, and the things that got taken away that suck. And there's, I've only heard of a couple cards that people are super excited about. Well, I don't know. Like, I follow a lot of people on Twitter. Jeebus already told me that was the reason. <laughs> yeah, like a, a big, uh, a big thing that changed in terms of people's reaction to M12 was that now we know that there's new planeswalkers. Like, because having ten reprinted mythics was just really pissing a lot of people off. The fact that not only are there more new mythics than that, but uh, mythic planeswalkers or New Planeswalkers, rather. I think that changes a lot of people's attitude about the set in general, because now, you know, oh, this is something that might be worth buying, because there'll be money in it, so let's see what the other actual cards are that we're going to wind up with. Maybe the new Jace will just have, like, one ability on it. It'll just be, like, like remove three counters, win the game, or something. Maybe they'll <laughs> just make it simple, you know? Try and make it less complicated for the new players. Yeah, I mean, all the Titans are back. Right. And all the all the new players, you just play Burn. M11 doesn't rotate until Innistrad, so just play Mono Red. I'm just going to have red. 
Yeah. Rid- ridiculous card suite to play mono red <laughs> with. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up then. Oh yeah, make make Jay a uh, mono black control deck. Good yeah, that's luck. all I ask. Like, if you're going to talk to me about Mono Black Control at every single waking moment that something changes in standard, could you at least please build one and then just, like, just even videotape it winning all the time? And then fine, whatever, fine. But other than <laughs> that, like, just shut the fuck up about it. I don't want to hear about it. They're going to videotape it winning <sighs> against, like, fucking, like, you know, some janky deck, dude. It's going to be, like, playing against, like, Soul <laughs> Sisters when they can't afford yeah. the combo. Like, yeah. oh, crushed him, crushed him. He only got two lands. <laughs> yeah, this deck is the best. <laughs> oh, so you mean it'll be like all Smitty's videos of his decks? <laughs> it'll probably be playing against Smitty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just know every time I see him post a video, it's him, like, beating up on some, like, tier three combo deck that didn't draw any of the pieces. He wants to show you how it works, dude. I mean, come yeah. on. He wants well, I to... Sh- <laughs> like, I want to see how it works against, like, an opponent. It doesn't work that. the same against too. opponents. Like, people are like, oh, Mono Black Control seems so well-positioned. And then they lift, list off cards. And then you're like, yeah, but what about these cards? And then they're like, no, that never happens. That never, ever happens, ever. When I play my magic decks, I get everything I need, and my opponent never gets anything <laughs> they need. And then you're like, well, but then you could just win a deck that win with a deck that had, like, forests and grizzly bears in it. And they're like, no, grizzly bear is not in this format. And you're like, oh... <laughs> Honestly, I had someone call a judge because of that. Because of grizzly they, bears? No, because every time they play, they draw everything they need, and their opponent doesn't. And they called a judge because I shuffled, like... They, they were didn't probably do a good blind. Job shuffling it. No, <laughs> they didn't do a good job shuffling their deck, and they handed it to me, so I shuffled it. And he drew and he had to mulligan, so he called a judge, like, thinking I stacked his deck. <laughs> He's like, you know, I, I never have to mulligan. And, like... So the judge started oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, like they basically called the judges and it's like, yeah. So I usually cheat, and my opponents let me get away with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I won't cheat. This guy oh did not let god. me cheat like I'm used to. Hey, he is not letting me use my braille, and <laughs> so because of that, I'm just really, you know, that's upsetting to me. Look, I mentioned this on Twitter. You know, I'm not the one discriminating against the blind people. God is. I, I'm i not the one who blinded them, so... I'm not are... the one that blinded them. And there you have it. And on that note, let's go ahead and wrap things up. <laughs> yep, that's a pretty no, good No more final of, of Jeebus, uh, you know, talking about blind people and how much he hates them. So, uh, anyway... Shout out to anyone? No. Good. Get a hold of us though, uh publicenemiesmtg at gmail dot com. Someone still hasn't changed the uh Twitter feed like I requested. So that's still public enemy spelled wrong. MTG. That's about it, right? Yep. Alright, leave some comments and we'll uh read them. And I think until next week we're out. Suckers, cuck, so I'm MCs, you can't rock again, so don't cut the cheese. Take this application to rhyme like bees. My rap trend hot, 110 degrees. So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing. Bets on that you'll be disgracing. You and your mind from a beat from my rhymes. A time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my Uzi ways a ton because I'm public enemy. Number one, one.